to the Watermark Students Podcast, a podcast for students featuring students where we discuss the everyday issues of teenage life from a Christian perspective. For more information on Watermark Students, check out watermark.org slash students. And we hope that this episode is helpful to you. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Watermark Students Podcast. My name is Kaylee Wright and today we are joined with local youth pastor Jermaine Harrison. Hello, everyone. Austin Mankin. What's up, guys? And today's student guest is Nolan Reynolds. Hello, listeners. Nolan, we are so excited to have (laughs) you on the podcast today. Go ahead and tell the audience a little bit about you. I just graduated from Cambridge, and I'll be going to Baylor in the fall. Sickum Bears, let's go. Sickum Bears, we're excited to have you. I think it'd be fun for us to get to know each other a little bit better. Um, So I got an icebreaker question for us today. And so we know that because of coronavirus, large group gatherings have been suspended, paused, um, and canceled for the time being. But let's say hypothetically uh, the coronavirus goes away tomorrow and large group gatherings can happen again. What is the first large group gathering you're most looking forward to, the first thing you would do? Good question. Nolan, why don't you start? <laughs> uh, I would go to the Band Camino concert mm-hmm. at the House of Blues. Wow. Very specific, yeah. Very specific. Now, <laughs> would you record the concert on your phone? No, I'd enjoy it. Thank I'd, you. My hands would be Gosh, up in that's the my air like, hey, hey, hey. What's yes. your favorite song by the, the, the Band Camino? Daphne Blue. Great song. There Great song. Kaylee, I, I love that question. I'm Thank here you. to answer it. Thank you so much. Um, if coronavirus Im- uh, immediately disappeared... Tomorrow, I think the large group gathering I'd most look forward to is also a concert, but by a different band, Surfaces. Mm. Um, I'm Mm -hmm. sure you've heard of them. Their music is light. It's airy. (laughs) It's um, heartwarming. Mm. It's energizing. It's mood boosting. I mean, Mm. I could go on and on. And my wife and I would for sure go see Surfaces the moment we could. Wow. Wow. Well, mine isn't actually a concert. Mine is a musical. I had planned to go see the musical Hamilton this Ah. summer with my wife. In fact, we actually watched it last week on Disney Plus. It is on Disney Plus, for those of you who don't know. And I fell asleep halfway through. You You threw away your sign. Terrible, terrible sign, but (laughs) it is a great musical. I was just tired. Excuses. It is two hours and 40 minutes, so that's fair. Kaylee, what about you? Guys, I'm so glad you asked. If I did have to say one good thing that came out of this COVID season is that uh, one of my favorite bands, Rascal Flats, was unable to retire. Life is a highway? They had a farewell tour scheduled um, and that got canceled due to the coronavirus. Rascal (laughs) Flats. But the thing I would, the first large group gathering I'd go to definitely is their farewell tour. I'd be with them there to celebrate through the tears. And what hurts the most would be them retiring. Yeah, you're right. (laughs) That is good. All right, y'all. So we're going to go ahead and jump in. And so right now you're probably stuck at home. Events have gotten canceled. Friendships have looked a little bit different. And so you're just looking for ways to fill your time because boredom has started to creep in. And so maybe that's you binge watching Netflix or scrolling through TikTok all day. Whatever it is, we want to talk about this topic of boredom and how to battle it well. And so Nolan, let's just start with you. What has boredom looked like for you recently? So at the beginning of quarantine, I was dealing with boredom very poorly. And so I would, my day would look like this. I'd wake up really late around 1230, Ooh, you know, 1230. Wow. Get some grub, uh, then just play video games for hours and then binge watch and then go to bed and rinse and repeat. And during that time, you know, at the end of the day, I would feel so unfulfilled and empty like nothing I did. I didn't grow closer to God. Yeah. I didn't exercise, probably gain some weight, uh, <laughs> you know, and then this feeling of emptiness and being unfulfilled is 
something I've read in the Bible is like, we're not meant for this world. We're meant for, you know, the world above. So then I just decided to have a lifestyle change because I know that boredom can lead to temptation. So I decided to start trying to stay active. So now in the mornings, I wake up fairly early, not as early as y'all, but (laughs) a little early for me this morning. Uh, And then I get some food, work out, then go swim. Or well, before that, actually read the Bible. And, you know, I've been feeling a lot more active, fulfilled. At the end of the day, I go to sleep knowing, you know, I trained in godliness and, you know, physical training. Yeah, so. I, I love how you put that because I think it's an experience that we've all had where we um, spend a summer day, like when we were in high school and even now for us as young adults, where you just do a bunch of things. And at the end of the day, you're like, what did I do? What did I accomplish that was meaningful? Um, because for the entire day, we were trying to avoid being bored by filling our time with stuff. And, and so the, the thing that comes to my mind is that boredom isn't an obstacle, mm-hmm. you know, to avoid or to erase from our, uh, from our existence, but that the Lord might be bringing boredom into your life, listener, wherever you are, um, whatever you're doing, the Lord might be bringing boredom into your life so that you can be still enough, long enough um, so that he can get your attention. And so I want to encourage you guys that 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 boredom isn't necessarily an obstacle for you to avoid experiencing, but rather it's an opportunity to 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 look at what the Lord might be wanting to grow in and through your life. And so boredom is an opportunity, not an obstacle. I think of, you know, like when you're a kid and you're bored, um, you just you just get more creative when you when you're when you're with your friends and you start making up games or you start uh, being creative with. Uh, with your life and and with what you're doing, because um, the boredom is even fueling in some senses the the creativity in your mind and in your heart. Yeah, I've heard it said that there are two really ways that you can use your time: that you can waste your time or you can invest your time. And so, boredom is an incredible opportunity to invest your time to participate in the things that are valuable and that help you grow and that last. And so, Nolan, maybe you just tell us just how has the high school world at large handled boredom? Have they done it well or have they done it poorly? At large, I feel in my neighborhood that they have not done it so well, like investing their time. So for them, you know, a lot of us, summer started back when spring break started, you know, it's been an extended summer yeah. and people are frustrated that things like their senior trip or prom are canceled. And with that frustration, they can turn to alcohol, drugs and partying. And I went to the beach a few weeks ago and realized this isn't an issue just in my neighborhood, but you know, it's in other states also like world around. I think that it reminds me of Proverbs nineteen fifteen that talks about when the sluggard is at home or when we're being lazy, like we begin to suffer from hunger. We start craving things. And I think in my own life, I've known like when I'm at home, when I have idle time and I'm not seeking to let the Lord fill that. Yeah. I'm turning to so many things of this world to try to fill that. And it makes sense that high schoolers right now at home bored um, and who, who don't know that in Christ, we have the abundant life. They're going to try to fill their boredom and pursue abundant life in things that ultimately won't satisfy. Yeah, yeah I, I agree with that. And I and, and the, the thought that comes to my mind as I hear Nolan sharing is that a lot of us, like humans in general and high schoolers specifically, when we're faced with boredom, it's easy to just go towards um, our flesh and to what everyone else is doing instead of uh, making a conscious decision to 
be an investigator, be a learner and spend our time wisely, like invest it, like Austin was just saying. And so, man, wherever you are, if you're on a run, if you're hanging at home, I want to encourage you that in those moments of boredom, um, when you when you feel like there's nothing to do, like choose to be an investigator. Like what's a topic that you, you know, have always wanted to learn more about? And like as you look around at our culture um, and see political unrest or, um, you know, ethnic ethnicities and different challenges with with racism, and all that. Is there something that you want to learn and grow in? Like spend some time reading, spend some time looking up podcasts, ask other people what they're learning, where they're getting their information from. Uh, and more importantly, man, uh, one of the best things you can do when you're bored is to spend time in God's word. Mm-hmm. And I think the issue for a lot of us is that we don't have a time, place and plan for spending time in God's word. Yeah. And if you're sitting at home and you're bored, man, one of the best things that you can do with your time is spend that time with Jesus. Yeah. Time with God is never wasted time. Yeah, Jesus has given us a formula for the way that we should use our time. Matthew 6, just says, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be added to you. And so every day we wake up, we should use our time by prioritizing Jesus. And so Nolan, that just leads me to my next question is, how have you got creative with your time when you are bored? Yeah, so I think it's important that we do get creative because everyone is waiting for an invitation that, you know, it's easy to wait and just, you know, wait until someone else organizes something. But in reality, we are, need to be initiators and start, you know, start that conversation or start that hangout or something like that. Yeah. So after one of our internship meetings, some of the interns have shared small group leaders, Casey and Nathan Forney. So uh, a few nights later, we went over to their house and just spent time with them, talked with them, played, you know, games, board games with them. And it was just a lot of fun to get to know them better. Yes. And and even that is a is a countercultural like idea for high schoolers. I, like I know the tension, like I even feel it, you know, with my circle of, of friends. And I'm sure anyone listening can relate to this of the um, man, who's going to come up with the plan? Who's going to initiate? And, and you feel that my, like that potential nervousness and or awkwardness of, hey, if I send out a group text and and no one responds and I get ghosted or left on red, that, that's just really tough. And so I'm not going to put myself out there. But I want to encourage, you know, us here and and all of you guys listening of the the value and opportunity you have to be an initiator, to be the one that comes up with plans, to invite others in, to not just wait for someone else to do it. It's so easy to think, hey, it's someone else's job to to be an initiator, to plan things. And I'm just going to sit back and wait. But the issue in, with that is that everyone's feeling like that. Yeah. And so everyone's quietly waiting at home, looking at their phones every five minutes, hoping that someone else sends a text saying, hey, you want to you know, get together and do this thing, social distanced or virtual hang or whatever it might be. And I want to encourage us that we all have mm-hmm. that opportunity to be the person that initiates. I think that is so good. And I think that as Christians, we really need to understand how important it is that we do initiate because a non-believing world is looking at us and they're being like, Oh, it's just so boring to be a Christian, you know, mm-hmm. like, look, they, they don't want to do these fun things. So they're just stuck at home bored. Like, why would I want to be a part of that? You mm-hmm. know, and Nolan, based on everything you're saying, I'm like, you and your friends are getting creative. You're initiating of mm-hmm. what it looks like. And you're reflecting what it really means to know God and live with God is that it is life to the full. And so as Christians, we do, I'd say even more so have this call to be initiators, uh, cause we get to reflect that it's, it's the best thing 
ever. Yeah. I would just say if you're sitting there and you're thinking that the Christian life is boring, then you have a misunderstanding of what the Christian life is, or you've never met a real Christian Totally, because it's the most significant mission you could ever be on. And it's not limiting. It's abundant. Yeah. And one more thing on the being an initiator thing, as you guys were talking that just came to my mind is like, um, yeah, you might be saying, Hey, it's, it's Corona season and it's really hard to make plans with other people. Um, but you have some people in your home, your family, your siblings, yeah. your, your parents that you can initiate with, that you can choose to serve, that you can choose to come up with an idea of how you guys can spend some time. That's really fun. And so, uh, I want to remove that excuse that, hey, it's really hard to make plans or to initiate. Um, yes, it's harder, um, but I think you can still do it with your friends and uh, people that you know, but definitely with the people in your home. Hey, Nolan, is there any last final word of encouragement that you would give to the student right now who is stuck at home feeling bored? So my truth for battling boredom is, you know, the best way is to get plugged into a community that understands the dangers and temptations of boredom and who aren't willing to compromise their, these standards. You know, yeah. there's this stereotype that Christians don't know how to have fun, but it's people in the church that have realized that, like, it's life to the fullest, like you mm -hmm. previously said. And this kind of goes along with Proverbs thirteen twenty. you know, walk with the wise and become wise, but those who are companions with fools suffer harm. And I know when I wasn't choosing my friends wisely, I started sinning. More, for example, I started cursing and not using sound judgment. And uh, I love that last thing of of the value of community um, because I want to encourage the person who's sitting at home hearing all of this and saying that all sounds really good, guys. Um, but but I'm stuck. I'm alone. Uh, I I don't have anyone necessarily to reach out to or. Um, or, or to make plans with. And if that's you, I want to encourage you with one, my last, my one last thing of don't be afraid to ask for help. And yeah. that could be connecting and sharing that truth with your parents. That could be reaching out to um, your small group leaders. If you're in a small group here with us at Watermark, that could be reaching out to us uh, as, as a staff. And we'd love to help you. If you feel stuck, if you feel lost, if you feel alone, um, we're here for you. That's so. so good. Well, um, I think this was an awesome conversation, guys. Just to recap, this summer when we are stuck at home and bored, what do we do? Uh, we have some good takeaways. We can view boredom as an opportunity and not an obstacle. Uh, we get to be an investigator. We get to think about what are things that we have always wanted to learn? What are some topics we can grow in? And we get to take time uh, to learn. And lastly, we get to be an initiator. Let's come up with plans and invite others in. Don't wait for someone else. Thank you, guys. That is it for today's episode. If you have a question about teenage life that you would like for us to discuss, email students at watermark.org. We'll see you guys next time. Thanks so much, Nolan. Thanks for being here. Hey, we'll see ya.